Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye, and I'm R. Neville Johnston. And I'm Mary Fiona, and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight we're going to talk about loneliness, amongst other things. Yeah. Well, we have actually a lot to talk about. Let's start with the... I'm sorry. Both. And yes. Also? And tonight we're going to talk about loneliness. Okay. Did we catch that? Okay. Amongst other things. I'm on. I'm on. Okay. okay why why just, don't you talk? We're having a good I'm time on. with the technicality of I'm on. <laughs> appearing in your home through electronics. Yes. At any rate, we can start with talking about the fact that it's the first day of a wave spell, and you may have felt an overall sense of organization or reorganization in your day today. Uh, this is uh, the magnetic gate. This is called the day of the magnetic gate. And it happens to be Kib, the uh, uh, warrior, tribe of the warrior. And I unify in order to question, attracting fearlessness. I see the output of intelligence with a magnetic tone of purpose. And I'm guided by my own power, as all first tones are. And uh, so write down what's going to happen in the next 13 days in your life. And you'll be um, uh, in command of your life, certainly more than you would be if you uh, chose really to ignore uh, what the Mayan calendar is. We've been bringing it to people for thousands of years now. And uh, teach it periodically. When we get enough people, we'll do a full weekend um, dedicated to it's always a good thing. Uh, getting people to understand the Mayan calendar and how mm -hmm. it works. It's an unparalleled yeah. power, one you don't have unless you've begun your studies of it. Yeah, that's you have an identity in Mayan you may know nothing about. Well, that's a, a good launch pad for, for the topic of loneliness because for many years we taught the Mayan calendar and we were the, everybody was saying, what? What are you talking about? And so we were kind of lonely within that. But now people are starting to grasp the concept. <clears throat> but it's really not what people think. It really isn't. There's a lot of um, confusion out there well, about, yeah. about It's being revealed that 2012 has become this media hype, and it's nothing well, really like that. Well, I knew that. that for a long time. Yeah, well, it, it's very yeah. apparent. <clears throat> uh, but it does signal uh, an increase in consciousness. And... Um, more of a formal beginning to the um, great golden age of mankind, which we have the potential to have. <coughs> mm -hmm. And it's a matter of time till we have a water car and we have electricity broadcast through the air and uh, everything is powered uh, through solar, wind, etc. And yeah. very simple things you could do. Absolutely. If you took a, a spiral of copper, a, a copper tube, you know, like they used in a still, and you just put a drop of water at the top. By the time it reached the bottom, there would be a very strong positive charge. Mm -hmm. um, you could power your whole house that's with a fish tank. That's how those shake it, shakeable flashlights work yeah, or something yeah. similar. Well, that's a magnet going through. This is just but a But it's drop. a copper tube yeah, yeah. going through. Mm -hmm. I mean, copper wiring or copper mm -hmm. spiral that yeah. it's going through. And uh, everybody knows about this stuff mm -hmm. now. It cannot be suppressed. It cannot be taken back. Yeah, your waveform generator is another version of um, well, copper in action. Yeah. Well, we've had a lot of requests over the years for us to talk about loneliness because, frankly, we've all felt it at one time in our life, uh, at one point. And even when we're very evolved and we think 
or we have a handle on the way the universe is and that ultimately we're never alone. Sometimes we feel that way. We feel alone. Mm -hmm. And it's important to understand the nature of our body, our physical self. The physical brain has evolved over billions of years. And each thing that evolves is built on top of older systems and modifies older systems. And so we've got some really interesting things that we work with. And when we understand our nature as human beings, as physical beings, we can transcend it then. And one of the things our physical brain, our physical body does, and this has been passed down by our ancestors, and this is how we survived, is community, social community, and intelligence within that community, and to have a community mind that would go bring down the mastodon or whatever that is that we were doing together. This togetherness enabled us to survive. So we have mechanisms that come in when we feel separate from other people, and it's there by design to drive us to be social beings, to be close to each other so that we can survive. So enter now the more conscious human being that's living in their spirituality, and they have these physical impulses that come in, and they don't necessarily blend with their beliefs and their higher thoughts. But the body, the mind, the brain actually inspires loneliness to keep us alive. So once you know that, you can overcome a good portion of lonely feelings by just understanding that and saying, okay, I love and accept my body and my brain for feeling lonely. I understand why it's there. Now that I understand it, I can transcend it. Well, there's the uh, one yeah. first step. Uh, there's many places to begin in discussing loneliness. Um, I like the idea of the impossibility of it, that you cannot actually be lonely, although I'm agreeing with everything mm -hmm. you say as correct as well. Um, we are all constantly connected with each other, whether or not we are in our, the presence of the other person. You know, if you were, let's say, stationed in the Antarctic and you were not going to see anyone till spring, whatever that means in Antarctica, <laughs> you would sit there and think about people. And those people you were thinking about would tune to that, and they would think back at you. Uh, but we, we are not trained to give that any credence whatsoever. Well, the telepathic aspect of a human being remains, uh, what is the word, closeted, remains un, unrealized. Uh, but um, when you think about something, there is that signal that you literally broadcast to that person, mm -hmm. and they broadcast, stop thinking about me. They broadcast whatever they broadcast back. Be quiet, but, I'm sleeping. Yeah, but they do. Well, sleep won't make any difference in that one in particular. But, you know, you'll, you can carry on a conversation with a person that's not there that is a real conversation. And the hard bitten amongst us, and I don't know who bit them that hard, but they'll say, oh, that doesn't count, that's not real, that's not possible. And come on, and as we've said forever on this program, it's not our job to convince you we are completely united telepathically, whether or not we are in the presence of someone. As you're saying, that's very definitely a tool of survival. Loneliness gets you to seek other humans. But I, uh, when I figured that out, it really helped me because then it was no longer me separate from something and I didn't have that panic or that, that primal drive forcing me into it. And then I was able to do it through choice. And 
if we're not around people and we find ourselves lonely, there's a choice involved. We have yeah. chosen that, and now we ask ourselves why. Well, I think one of the great pieces of literature on the subject of loneliness is the Robinson Crusoe, where he was uh, marooned on an island for 28 years. And uh, it's a very, very, very well-written book. Make it two varies, three varies is a little pushy. It was a very, very well-written book because he, uh, through observing his observations of his life with no other people in it, uh, we started to see how um, a far greater consciousness unfolded in this guy. He, uh, he could not possibly have any of the neurosis we indulge ourselves in when other people are around, uh, Sally on uh, Third Rock from the Sun, and Harry. <laughs> Harry was terrified of spiders and would always get Sally to escort the being into another world. However, if there was no other person around, you would either stop being afraid of spiders or you would do it yourself. <clears throat> you know, you, uh, or you'd the, explode. <clears throat> yeah, the neurosis would vanish. So many of the neuroses we have would vanish. And this man, alone for that incredible 28 years of uh, what we were going to say solitary confinement? No, not at all. Because he uh, completely transmuted his entire relationship with the world. Uh, he was no longer mad at his father. Uh, it just goes on and on. If you have nothing to do and would like to read it, I highly recommend Robinson Crusoe uh, because it set a different... Then when he was uh, gradually brought back into civilization, first was just one other person and then a group and then uh, he eventually uh, returned to Europe uh, in the book and was uh, incredibly kind and loving and was just delighted to be in the presence of people. He wasn't uh, in any way needy about it either. That was the thing. He'd done without the presence of other people for so long it didn't make any difference, but that they were there, mm. that was just a wonderful thing. And we who have people in our lives all the time are going, oh, why are there people in my life all the time? Could I please get some privacy? Could I please get some loneliness? We go on and on with this battle. So loneliness is well, truly a mythological concept it absolutely these days. Is. It absolutely is. And loneliness is the delusion that this is something that's not your choice. Yeah, and and that really one. is. Because yeah. ultimately everything is our choice. And so the times when we're alone... If we look at it as this present that we're giving ourselves a gift to be alone with ourselves, it, it's beautiful. And when you look at things like that, it's completely different. And you're right. I think often having everybody around us all the time, we don't really appreciate the Those relationship. Yeah. yeah. Because Well, in the Tao of Relationships by Alan Watts, and I love Alan Watts, read him many years ago, and I highly re recommend him too, I think it was Alan Watts that wrote it, The Tao of Relationships. Uh, and it said, be alone when you are together and together when you are alone and you will always have a good relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's true. When you're around a group of people, that's when you find your seeming separateness or your uniqueness, your, your field of you, your individuality. I guess individuality is a better way of putting that. Mm -hmm. And when you are alone, then become one of the, the, the mass. And animals do that. You know how cats, when they 
let's say they're in all winter and then they go out in the spring and they become uh, more feralized. You know, they come back in and they're a little more wild, they're a little more cat-like. Well, when cats are alone, they do merge together in this larger consciousness. Yeah. All of us do, really. Mm -hmm. But we don't ever get there because we're afraid. We have that ingrained thing saying that when we're alone, it's scary. Yeah, another great read um, is the Urantia book in that um, Urantia book did a very good job of painting the uh, evolution of the earth before humans walked on earth. And it pointed to a time when the plants had not even come into existence. Um, and in reading that, I thought about the world with no plants. You wouldn't be aware of wind. You wouldn't have, um, there would be just simply miles in a meditation I went. And even today, I still uh, occasionally go to a meditation to the earth long, 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 long ago before any of the modern trappings. Uh, and one would think, well, that's loneliness. No, that's not. That's very peaceful. That's a calmness that you don't normally get. Think of no anything. Think of, uh, well, if you want to go to, for a walk, why would I go for a walk? And that's about it. There's nothing else. <laughs> you know? yeah. What about food? Dirt. Get your minerals straight from the earth. Oh, yeah, okay, good. <laughs> I'm all set then. Water, there it is. Good. <laughs> that's it. Think of that. You know, uh, we are incredibly accompanied. There's, uh, even in the inner city, there's houseplants. Everywhere you go, there's some form of life there waiting to be understood and communicated with. Yeah, even if it's a chair, everything really... Yeah. yeah. So the myth of loneliness may be the final working title for this evening's program. Now, uh, a lot of what makes us lonely is our uh, lack of trust. I mean, that's got to be a factor in mm -hmm. there. We exclude other people. There's uh, human beings that will not even have a house plant. They don't <laughs> want any form of life. They live alone. They have this um, no pets. That's an, if you've got a pet, that's a layer up, so to speak. Not that pets are in any way lower. I'm just saying that um, the life forms you allow near you, because everything is a choice, it's a period. And in the moment, everything is a choice. So if we ex choose to exclude ourselves, not just from people, but also from plants, and also from animals, where we have that, sort, and that's okay. And I'm, I'm saying that's a perfect form of evolution, and I'm not judging it or criticizing it. I'm just saying that there's a um, reinitialization of trust to occur there uh, for one to move beyond that particular epoch of evolution. Because to be by yourself and to hear your own self, that's a very important part. That's a very, that's basic. Well, I think, I think what you're bringing up, which is so vital, is the difference between loneliness and aloneness, which yeah. there's a card in the Osho deck that comes <clears throat> up frequently. The idea of being alone through choice, because we are being alone with ourselves really means being with ourselves, so you're not alone. We understand it, that. But, no, then, no. but then there are a segment of society that are alone out of fear of being close to other people. And that is a matter of trust, and it's trusting our own field, our own integrity of our field to make it so that other people don't overrun our borders. Or perhaps a belief in, in a weakness 
when we feel emotion and connection. One of the things that we're here on this planet to do, for the most part, and everybody has their own path, but it is to explore this vulnerability of the arc. And let me explain that. If we're each electromagnetic beings, the, inter the, the interaction that we have is like an arc in a light bulb, and, and it clicks on. And that is the area that we have no control, that we become controlless. And it's the place that we step off the edge of logic and into the world of love and magic. And we want that very badly, but yet we're terrified of it. So there are a lot of people that cordon themselves off because they are so afraid to make that arc and to be out there exposed. And I've said a long time ago, and I know I'm misquoting it, but it's a Billy Joel song that somewhere in it, it has the line that I'm going to say everything and I'm going to walk away a fool or a king. And it really stuck with me. And I realized that the fool that does not venture into that arc um, between is, or that the king that does not venture is the fool, and the fool that does is really the king. Now that being said, if it's not out of fear, sometimes we can choose to be alone, like become a monk or a nun, because that's our path, and it's very directed and conscious. And loneliness only happens when we're afraid we're not enough, or we're afraid to step out there. Yeah, or the step idea in here. of solitary confinement in uh, prison is another form of hmm. uh, go to your room therapy. Uh, you know, often the parent, rather than um, escalating the situation, will take the child and isolate the child so that it can get in touch with its own uh, beingness. Really, that is the deal, mm. and uh, very often works. The um, telepathy, the arc between people, is that goes from crown chakra to crown chakra. By the way, it can go I to think. heart to heart. It yeah, can go yeah. from any of them. But yeah, that's, that's the, very much the arc that I'm speaking of. Mm -hmm. And that's the place that we have to trust because we let go of it out of our field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just wanted to add a note about cats who hunt in a group. Cats hunt in a group. Um, and uh, house cats don't meow at each other. They may scream at each other when they're fighting. But they are, and that would be playing, actually. We have the word fighting, so we describe their play as fighting. Because we have the word fighting, if we mm -hmm. didn't have that word, we'd have to say they Play. were playing with each other. Uh, and they uh, communicate with each other telepathically. And they very definitely communicate with we human beings telepathically. But if we human beings are not catching on to it, they will meow at us. They do. And that's sort of an insult in a way. If the cat has to actually meow, it's because you haven't been listening to the cat <coughs> As in feed me, feed. There's the feed me meow, you know. There's the I went out of this house immediately, meow, you know, because we were not catching on to their telepathy. But it was the same thing with we humans when we hunted in packs. We would telepathically. The army emulates it, but they have um, you know signs that mean this or that. Yeah. But um, what is that word? Um, sign language. Sign language is not telepathy. Yeah, and uh, there's some training, but I'm certain the uh, super soldiers that we're not supposed to mention are trained that way. Or about Somewhere somebody's staring at some goats, and it's all, it's all a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Well, I think, too, that, that you're right in that the loneliness is very cathartic. It's also very healing in that if you are alone for long enough, you really push through that barrier. Uh, if we believe we're not enough or if we don't love ourselves, of course we're not going to want to be locked in a room alone to, with ourselves for any length of time anymore and we'd want to be locked in with uh, some salesmen yeah. in a tiny room for days and days and days. We have to love ourselves, and then loneliness is just this beautiful, intimate party with ourselves. If we don't love ourselves, it's panic-stricken, and then we have to flee it somehow, even if that means leaving the television on 24 hours a day. Yeah. We just have to flee the loneliness. I say that we have to face our loneliness in order to get through our... 40 days of uh, battling our own fears and getting to the core of ourselves. Well, that was the great, uh, in reading Robinson Crusoe, it was very interesting to watch the way in which his mind developed as the um, only sentient being, <coughs> I believe the first few years, um, somehow miraculously cats showed up and somehow miraculously got pregnant. We're not certain how any of that happened. There were cats on the ship before it went down. Apparently the cats would have swum to shore, hung out till he was ready to have a pet, and then showed up. I and have a feeling why cats are coming up so much tonight. Oh, good. Yes, there we go. Isn't that cute? <laughs> See, it calls the spirit in. <laughs> Show the, the little uh, sign on the other side. The, the little... Um, whatever the medallion of it is. Yes. Yeah, isn't that... That's really... Yeah. That's okay, I just want to show people cute. that mm -hmm. wasn't conscious, but everything has an energy and calls things to it. Calls, yeah, I mean, everything speaks, even that, that purr or that little bag mm -hmm. that I carry my crystals in. Even that has something beautiful to explore. So if I were alone, I could still get a great deal of joy out of those cute little painted faces. Yeah. Indeed. So next time you feel lonely or alone, think about some of the things we're saying because these are truths and they're powerful. And the more you listen to some of the things that Neville and I communicate on this show, the more it will go down to deeper and deeper levels. Mm -hmm. You can listen to the same thing again and again, but as you hear it one time, it builds a platform to hear it the second time. And each time, it takes you to new heights and new levels. Yeah, any of our development works in the plateau. Yeah. Yeah, you acquire knowledge and raise your frequency and then you mm -hmm. plateau, you, you go digest it. Absolutely. And up you go again. I love that vision, a visual of it. But one other aspect I thought I'd like to cover before mm -hmm. we um, diverge into other topics is the idea of, a, of the codependent relationship where we are so afraid of our own loneliness that we then become codependent with other people's loneliness in the form of feeling like we have to go visit people or sit with them. Now, I'm not saying to not be compassionate and go sit with people and be loving and be there for them. And you can do that without that being something you are particularly fond of doing. But you have to do it for the right reasons. You have to do it from a good place, not from fear. Yeah. And I know sometimes people will go be with others because they're afraid no one will be with them when they need it. Mm. And I guess bottom line is we're saying let's not be afraid. Always we say that. Choose fearlessness. Yeah. We have a oh, caller. Yeah. We have our caller. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Yes. Hi, Mary Neville. This is Bob. 
Hi, Bob. Bob, what can we do for you? I was uh, hoping to have a dream interpret. Sure. Oh, great, sure. We do this well. What's the dream? I had it uh, two nights ago, and it, it struck me as pretty significant. Uh, it, I'm lying in a hammock and a, a ha in, in my backyard, and I don't have a hammock in my backyard, but, you know, all, all the same in my dream I did. Uh, the hammock is made of chicken wire, and mm -hmm. I'm lying in it, and I'm very comfortable, and I, I'm thinking about it and realize that the chicken wire is holding me up. It's very comfortable, but at the same time, it's holding me back. So in my dream, um, I reach out and I have a pair of wire cutters, and I realize that I can cut through it and get to the other side. Hmm. That was it. Wow. You know what's interesting is when you said it's holding you up and back, I, I took that to mean your job. I don't know um, if something's going on in there, but let's do that interpretation and then maybe... We can also view it in some other way. Well, chicken wire is usually in chicken coops, and sometimes mm -hmm. jobs can make us feel cooped up, okay? And if it's not your job, maybe it's another situation where you feel cooped up or confined, and that you have the way to get out, but you're afraid to. Right. And, and, and you're chicken, and too. Chicken. Yeah. Yes. yeah, that's apparent. Bob, may I ask, do you work in a cubicle? No, I work in a corner office. I'm an executive. Ah, because I had the word cubicle all set to go there, but we'll, we'll oh, say okay. that for another event here. The hammock, well, first of all, the backyard always represents the subconscious of the person. The front yard hmm. is what you show the world, and the house is the kind of the body, and then the backyard is the unconscious. So you were in your unconscious where you found a hammock, now, a hammock is uh, synonymous with um, naps, with uh, being relaxed, with being uh, at ease, with a summer day, with um, sure. your choice of alcoholic beverage and probably a picnic. Somewhere, you know, so you were in a very, very good state there all the way around, other than the chicken wire. So that you remembered in your dream to come up with a wire cutter, that was pretty good all the way around. So you freed yourself from... Um, and in freeing yourself, you went to the other side, and th that is a very apparent linguistic device. Um, the other side, it's another way of saying become more conscious, become more ah. aware. Yeah, yeah. And, and another thing uh, that I was getting is um, perhaps it's no stimulation where you are now, but you're, like, you're comfortable there, right, in the coop, in the yes. hammock, but yes. that it may not be creatively what you really are longing for. Because backyard, to me, also represents where we have barbecues, where we are ourself. Notice in the front, it's usually manicured with plants and stuff. And then in the back, we have our hammock and our lawn chairs and our recycling bin and, and you know, those kinds of things. Like, it's, it's okay to have it out back because that's a lot more intimate. And hammock, it's like a mock is what came up with that, hmm. like ham, like an act, when we ham it up, it's like yeah. a mock and ham, it's, it's oh, like yeah. saying it might be a, f you know, you get what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah. I, do, I do, I like that, like yes. Like the act, act or something. 
You have the most phenomenal dreams, by the way. I love your dreams. You ought to send me some. I'll use in some of my dream classes because they're, they're really incredible. Yeah, so that's, those all in all seem to be a very positive dream, talking about, um, um, in a way, a downstroke. The trinity of human creation is that there is the spark, the place where spirit arrives. And once you are inspired, then the process begins. And when the process is complete, then you go through a state of boredom. And boredom only means that you yeah. are about to be inspired again. So another okay. overall interpretation is that you're about to be inspired to something much greater because you're going to go to the other side. You got out of this using wire cutters, which I think is a very clever thing. Now, I, uh, it was my understanding that you didn't cut it because you were afraid. Did you cut the wires? No, I did cut the wires because I, I realized that while I was comfortable, I wanted to see what was on the other side. There you go. Ah, okay. Yeah. I thought so you, you were afraid is, to do that. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. It was a conscious decision to do that. Okay. Yeah. Well, you see, I so think that's, that's the a... inspiration. Mm -hmm. The inspiration is on its way. Keep in touch. So use the wire, use the wire cutters. Yeah, to free yourself, to put yourself in the position of being inspired again. Keep in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you uh, soon. Uh, just uh, have the feeling there is, therefore, an enormous thing coming to you. Yeah. Very, very Well, that shortly. would explain exactly what I was getting about, the no stimulation and time for a yeah, change. Because yeah. sometimes we reach that goal that we've always wanted, and then when we're there, it's like, oh, no, I'm confined well, somehow that's, because that's what's the, my next goal? And by cutting the wire... Yeah. It's really meaning your next thing. Uh, well, that's inspiration, inherent in the, yeah. in the word, word goal. You more or less um, just exclude your power if exactly. you have the word goal. Uh, so we want to change our thinking to a much bigger picture, which would be byproduct thinking. In other words, if your goal is to be healthy, for example, then yoga, the byproduct of yoga is a healthier body. Mm -hmm. And yoga doesn't have a cap on it. It's mm -hmm. not the end of it. The mm -hmm. people that are um, saying, oh, my ideal weight, well, there's your cap. That's the end of it. Uh, you don't know what to do once you've reached the goal. The word goal is remarkably deceptive unless you're playing hockey. Well, maybe, or, maybe they uh, can okay. be seen as steps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But thank you, Bob. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is this good? He's gone? Well, thank you. Oh. We'd love to hear from you again. This is a very exciting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Excellent stuff. So yeah. Yeah, Bob, if you're ever up to it and, and you feel so inclined, um, I don't want to put you on the spot, but if you remember that one dream with the mouse and the yellow hat, if you ever want to share that or if you want to let me share that, I, just not, I obviously wouldn't want to do that without your permission, but give a call. We'd love yeah, to hear it. So we brought a few of the kids here with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. So why don't we take a few minutes to talk? We're going to be doing a two different uh, crystal workshops. The first one is crystal healing and gritting and um, learning the properties and the uses of crystals in general, and it's a weekend event. And then the second one is advanced gritting techniques and healing techniques, which are really powerful and not taught anywhere else, some of the stuff that yeah, we have in that uh, class. No, so, we are totally and we don't do this. these very often, so you may consider yeah. joining us. <clears throat> but we brought some of the crystals here tonight just to show people. And for, I'll show one, and then Neville can. Sure. This is green fluorite. Now, it doesn't, come, it doesn't grow in a point like this. This was cut out of 
a big block of green fluorite. But it lets you see just how beautiful this is. It almost looks like you could uh, go inside there, doesn't it? And I'm just going to turn it around and let you see some of the just beautiful green parts to this. I just think this is one of the most beautiful stones. Fluorite is really good for grounding, but not in the same way hematite or something really heavy and intense would. I always find fluorite helps to just center me. I guess that's a better way of putting it than grounding. Helps helps me to center. And this being green is really good for the frequency of the heart chakra. Mm, yeah. And fluorite occurs naturally in the cubes and octahedrons, yeah. which is very interesting also. And slab, which is, mm -hmm. this is part of slab. Yeah. And, it, and it does occur in lots of different formations. And colors as well, it'll It'll come in purple and blue, mm -hmm. yellow, this green, and uh, striped colors, banded colors. But um, we have specimens of pretty much everything. Uh, mm -hmm. During the class, you get to hold yeah, almost everything. Yeah, we have and thousands and thousands well, of yeah. pieces yeah. that you get to hundreds run around and anyway. play with and yeah. do things okay. like that. So uh, in the class, uh, there's um, a lot of education having to do with the subject of quartz and this particular piece of quartz, which you've seen on the show for a very long time, and my mm -hmm. hand is very used to it. And uh, the one that I used before this, which was a 8-point uh, point Vogel, uh, cleared. It had originally a flaw through it, and I thought if I just dropped that original one once, uh, it would have shattered. But over the years of having it on the show, the flaw through the center vanished totally, totally vanished. You can see in this one that there is that uh, line through it that would look like a flaw, and it's already reducing itself in the, um, yeah, there, that white line across yeah, there. It. Yeah, so, uh, and the either end of this thing has cleared remarkably, and it's going through that same drill. Turn it over the other way, if you don't mind, just so you can show the other point up. Like flip it. Okay. That side is uh, really quite amazing too and clear. Yeah. Now I saw that you had that in a waveform generator when uh, around the time that we met or yeah, some it earlier didn't version. Be there. Yeah. But it was completely gray and cloudy when I first saw it. Yeah, so it has cleared remarkably. And the other thing that's most interesting about this piece is that it is indeed naturally occurring and double terminated. And a double terminated does a very interesting energy thing, which sure we'll does. talk about more. But uh, it's a one configuration on this end of it. There we go. Let me just get that lined up. You can see the various parts if I hit a highlight on. Oh, there we go. There's another various part. See that point in and the point in. So that's pretty much evenly balanced with six approximately. They get a lot more precise than this, even naturally occurring. Uh, six points that are pretty equal to each other. Yeah, and then you can okay. see that's sort of celestial. Yeah, and, and for those of you that are listening to this on podcast, really come and watch the show so you can see what Neville. Oh yeah, about. absolutely. And just the other termination is a completely different configuration. Was my only point on that. So okay. there we go. Here's the other point, just that you can. Uh, uh, it looks like it's the same, but it's not really. Seeing it up close. Yeah, that's probably not yeah, the best angle to see it that way. Maybe straight up and down like yeah, that. That angle that, yeah. is a better way. Yeah, you can see it's not symmetric. It's not pointed uh, down the axis exactly. But at any rate, they're so fascinating. Crystals have 
just amazing stories to tell you. We'll, we'll get well, into all that. T crystals really are tools, minerals and crystals. I, I think it's funny when people say, what are the three forms of life, animal, vegetable, or mineral? Well, minerals are alive. And why wouldn't they have something great to contribute to our, our earth and, and our consciousness? And the fact that they don't talk makes them say a lot more. Okay, this is obsidian. And obsidian is volcanic glass. It's black volcanic glass. And it, it has little layers to it. And the top of all obsidian, rainbow obsidian will have different colors. This is sort of a golden obsidian. And see, it doesn't do that on the sides. And then you get to the other end, and it has that. Let me just see if I can get that. There we yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. And so if I hold it like this, it's really growing in layer, or not growing, but was formed in little, mm -hmm. little layers. And obsidian is what um, people have used for millions or you know, probably millions of years to make knives and tools and arrowheads from. And it can be shaved like, to, like a micron, like uh, a razor, yeah. like a, a surgical tool. And we still make things out of obsidian when we require really sharp blades. But isn't that just lovely? And obsidian is, has been said, oh, it removes negativity, whatever that is, from a room. But really what it does is it ra radiates a higher frequency and it just emanates. Yeah, tell the uh, story of the wave Yeah, form. one time I was doing a divination class and I was showing how divining rods work and I used some of Neville's waveform generators to show and they have these beautiful field around them, number one, but one of them had an obsidian ball on it and when the d divining rods got to it, they went way out like that. And that's what told me that there's a radiant field. It's not that it absorbs anything. It's that its radiant field transmutes things. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, do you have another one, maybe? Or yeah. I do? I, uh, well, let me just do uh, the Shiva Lingam here, mm -hmm. which uh, possibly you've heard the term. Now, this was at one point actually a cow, if you can see. But um, and it was moving really, really fast. Oh, that's the cow's egg. Yeah. <laughs> now, let me just oh, yeah, they don't have way. eggs. Okay, now... Of all, they number can one. have any kind of mark on them. This one does have very clearly a number one. And if you look even closer, you can see two little arms reaching out yes. from the number one, which would make it a backwards letter F. Oh, how cute. Okay. Or a Japanese figure, Chinese character uh, as well, which I'd love to have translated. If anyone happens to recognize that particular character, uh, please email or call in if you would like. And they're just, see, there's the little guy looking. But uh, this is a cryptosporidium, and it's a, a specially dense form of Crypto quartz. Cryptocrystalline. Crypt really? Cryptosporidium is bacteria. Crypto, oh, it's in there somewhere. Cryptocrystalline. Crystalline, okay. But if this was similar. a clear crystal, it would be the same thing uh, Indiana Bones was making all the... Uh, um, you know, and the Pimple of Doom and the rest of that stuff. If this was a clear You look like a quartz, raccoon. <laughs> you know how they always look the I'm opposite at direction the of what they see have what the in their hand. So I can line this thing up well. But the, um, yeah, there we go. Um, as we said, if it was clear, it would be quite supernatural, um, even though it would be That's natural. That's really lovely. Yeah, it That's is a really great piece. Lovely. And um, this is more in well its uh, maleness. But uh, they do come with genders. 
Well, here is a very lovely piece. This is optical calcite. Mm -hmm. Optically clear calcite means it's clear. You can see through it. Uh, a, a lot of calcite, most varieties of calcite are opaque. This one is really lovely, and I'll wait till uh, we get a bit of a close-up on it. Okay. And then hold, hold the camera shot for a while so I can show you some of the colors that come through this as I turn it. I think people can see those layers and the colors. Isn't this beautiful? Almost looks like um, topaz, but it's not. It is calcite, optically clear calcite, and it's so soothing. Okay. It is so soothing and um, lovely just to, to hold that. And as you can see, when the light goes down there, it just creates layers of rainbows. Isn't that lovely? Yeah, there's not much I can do to communicate how that feels to hold this. I found this at the expo when we were in Columbus, and I really couldn't sleep until I could get back and, and uh, say I really wish to have that. Okay. Speaking of Columbus, while you're working on your mic. Uh, oh, okay. Um, during the Columbus Expo, the um, Buddhist monks are there, and they do a sand mandala. It's just really beautiful. It takes them two days. Very fine uh, work with these tubes, and, they and the sand comes out. And then at the end, they put all the sand together, and they give it to some of the people that are standing around, and it's very sacred. And I brought some so that we all can partake of its wonderful energies. Okay. And then I put it... Well, I found one of the most amazing pieces of amethyst that I've ever seen. Uh, we're all acquainted with the amethyst cathedral, which has any number of points uh, all facing in. And that's always embedded in some sort of a other rock that the crystal formed as so a geode, basically. It's working as a geode. Um, so this piece in particular uh, seems to have been totally free um, when you guys get around to the close-up, I can... We we're on it. There we go. Okay. Now, no matter what side of this thing you look at, it's got terminations on it. It's not ball-shaped, but it's extending out in all directions. The other amazing thing about it is it's celestial, which is a type of formation of uh, crystalline points, and it uh, is self-existing. It's very much self-healed. Uh, this face here is where it would have broken off of something. I know you were saying sometimes the geodes have a little... That, that was a theory. I'm not even sure if that's... Handheld mic. Okay, hang on. Okay. So uh, this one has um, uh, been freed, I suppose, but the place where it was freed uh, managed to... yeah. Uh, heal itself over. So it's a uh, self-healed elestrial amethyst. And I don't know if you could possibly find another one. But it does... Pardon me? Check my connection. All okay. right. Mike, well, I'm going to check your connection. Well, how about if I go ahead and show something? Sure. While you're, while you're dealing with Mike, <laughs> or the Mike. This is rose quartz. And most people know what rose quartz is. We have a lot in our area. Even in Virginia, you can find it in a lot of places. But this is a particularly nice piece of rose quartz. It, it is um, from Afghanistan. 
and it's got a bit of a lavender undertone, overtone, intertone to it. Really wonderful, wonderful energy to it. And rose quartz is good just for that uplifting, loving feeling, self-love. I mean, even when you look at it, you get a sense of peace and calm. Okay, and maybe I'll just uh, show another couple pieces and then we'll move on if viewers would like to call in. These are our quartz points, and one of the things you will experience in the class are some really magnificent grids. And this uh, point I have designated as the base chakra, and mm -hmm. so that will be in the grid. And this one is the third eye chakra over here. And so you will be in a grid, uh, a chakra grid is one of the experiences that you will have in these crystal classes. And yeah, I believe that's it. That so works thank very you. well. I uh, still have a few poems to read from last week. But okay. While we're still in the crystal part of things, I just wanted to point out the, uh, oh, yes. uh, the latest of the waveform generators uh, has a crystal geode uh, formed into a ball. And the mics are now working again. Formed into a ball, and that's not an easy thing to do. And normally, if you're going to make a crystal ball, you rough it into a round shape and then put it in a device, device that polishes it till it's really close to perfectly round. Uh, but you couldn't do that with a piece like this. This had to be done by hand because it's mm -hmm. nature. It would have shattered within that device. Mm -hmm. So that makes it uh, very rare on top of it. And then it has a lovely, uh, especially long piece of uh, yeah. um, amethyst. Well, I believe it's it, time so. for our duck, and it's lovely, too, it's the duck. in the waveform. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Look out, duck. <coughs> e. e. <laughs> that duck's been on the sauce. It's off the sauce now. Yeah, it's duck sauce. It's apple sauce. Duck sauce. That's funny. I Awakening. That. Awake, awake, Sisterhood awake. and brotherhood. Rise like is the, the card I got. The um, I, I'm doing the, the speaking on the new book, which has the section on trinities, and I ask people to begin to think in trinities instead of the bipolar nonsense that we think in, which is called the illusion. Come on, take the hint there. And at the end, I always ask people to come up with what you regard to be polar opposites that you are unable to resolve as polar mm -hmm. opposites. And, one day somebody said yes and no, and I said, oh, they're both powerful, they're both decisions, they're both doorways, they're both ways of life, so there's many more reasons they are the same thing than that they are opposite. So finally someone said, men and women, and I said, well, uh, they are, they're more, yes, but there are far more reasons men and women are the same thing than the one concept that they're opposite, uh, which is that they both want to please the other, and they also mm -hmm. both want to dominate the other. They both want to be uh, happy. They both want to pursue um, things that cause them to be happier. There's just thousands there and thousands no of reasons like. male and female are the same. And only the one that they're opposite, which is not a really productive way to think. But it's an easy one to fall into because we've been taught from day one that there is one correct answer. And we're teaching on this program forevermore that there is always more than one correct answer. So let's go. Um, so yeah. we do, uh, well, we can take your, are there calls? Well, there are calls. 
So I'll tell you what, do one call, I'll do one palm, and we'll see how okay. far we Let's, get. We'll do them real quick, though. Do yeah, real quick, real quick okay. for both. Yeah. Okay. Say hi, caller. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, my name is Carol, and <laughs> my call tonight is for Mary. Mary, would you read your lovely cards for me and do a couple's reading, please? Okay, I sure will. Thank you for calling. All right. Okay, and the first card we get, perfect for couples, the integration. You know, really, the relationships may look like they're these external things, but they're really can, can are a direct map of our inner integration and our inner union within ourselves. And we find it hard to have good, successful, healthy relationships when we haven't developed the one within ourselves because it's really us that we're afraid to commit to. One thing that this card is saying is that you, you both have worked on that and you're working on that in unison together to have that innerness. And it's when you felt strong and stable and probably have been through a lot of things in your past that brought that wisdom to you that now you're ready to really take a step out there and take that plunge, you know, that arc that I was talking about. And then stepping into that abundance, abundance of wonderful things, all these colorful things. But it's this person in, in this picture is sitting on a book. And so that tells me that it's happiness attained from a lot of wisdom. And maybe there has been times in the past of working hard together that maybe there was some friction or maybe that was gained through other relationships. But that now's the time to really put all that behind you and enjoy. Okay. Yeah. And here we have um, palms of Denise. We'll just get a quick shot so you can recognize your hands. And um, this is a person that also came with a great deal of wisdom, uh, a person who uh, uh, came here to feel uh, emotions you know, very much. There was uh, someone sneezed on this. Some no. water <laughs> happened that's not uh, that's okay. unique to the print is the term <laughs> in, the, uh, in the field. Uh, but it represents a person whose um, emotions are ruling. Um, I think you might have done that last week. I'm no, sure. it was not. But okay. you didn't show that. Um, there's a star under Saturn, which is called the Lifetime Achievement Award, uh, which means that there will be a great deal of recognition in later years for Ooh. all the things done. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, you begin, uh, the hand shows that you begin a whole new life later on, as well as the uh, success in it. Uh, money flows very effortlessly through this particular person's life. And um, uh, yeah, the fate line begins uh, on the Mount of Luna, so there's a person whose imagination has played a great role in their life. So uh, go ahead and let's have our high caller. Uh, what's your name, please? Or whatever you would like. Hello, speak now. Hi. There we yes. go. Hi, I'm you're on the air. My question, uh, look at, my question is for Mary. Yes. Yeah. I'd like to get a reading, please. Okay. Be most happy to do that for you. Okay, and the first card is healing. This uh, card talks about a time of great healing that you've recently gone through. And 
<clears throat> if you notice that the, the heart is really opening up, sometimes things happen in our life that look like they're negative or that they weren't the optimum, but that it was a catalyst to open up something that maybe had been crusted over to bring new life in it. And that's what the Courage card is talking about, taking that, that step out. And this is saying that even if you've had, quote unquote, non-successes in the past, don't let that even come into your mind because that courage of going out there is really what you're doing now in your life. And it's saying that whatever you do, it will be supported. So just hang in there and take that step and go out there into the world and figure out who you are. <clears throat> I really do feel you're going through a growth spurt where you're learning about yourself and what you have to offer in the world. And I even see some acting or something in the creative end of things, an opportunity to do that. I think you would be very good in, at that and maybe open up to that. Even if it's not acting, it might be something that feels like that. But thank you. Yeah. Caller, hang on. We're just going to do uh, one more reading here. This is Barbara from Fredericksburg. Fredericksburg. And uh, is a person that has a great deal of leadership ability. Uh, you also have the Eye of Horus, which will give you a particularly uh, clean ability to understand and see the way other people think and feel. Uh, this is a very independent person, we would say that, uh, rather underlined, and a lot of abilities at counseling. So there is a bright and brilliant future ahead, so pleased to enjoy that. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I have the one more, and then that's the complete on that. Maybe we'll have people uh, email us. Um, uh, let's do your last call and okay. we'll see how this one works. More, no more call? Okay, why don't you go ahead and finish that up? Okay, this is Michael, and I'm sorry that it took so long to get to you, but um, you are completely independent of mine. You are absolutely going to be running your own business. Um, it's a very, uh, the yeah, very technique is to suggest that Jupiter was smiling at the moment you were born. There's uh, a bright mind and uh, a number of years where you are kind of void, of course, just relaxing. Uh, believe me, this is a good thing. I, I, so far, I've logged 61 years sort of uh, um, relaxing, would that be the word? But um, as we said, well, independent, <laughs> uh, you've been building self-confidence your whole life. Um, let's see. Oh, you're very empathetic, empathic. Um, and you're, um, there, there's an element of science in you as well, a, a logical thinking, a, a person who's going to uh, Brilliant. merge yeah, those worlds are some together. Very, yeah. very special looking hands. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, there's a lot to be said about those for sure. Yeah. So I believe that's everyone who Down sent in. If mm -hmm. people want to in the future continue to mail in electronic prints, uh, we'll perhaps get to them we, can, when we can. Yeah, sure. it would be a while before they build up unless a lot of people do it right away. And it won't take long to build up, but maybe we can do palm reading as a uh, segment on the show every once in a while. Absolutely. That so these like are that. the crystal beings? Yeah, get in contact us. with us. And I'm also starting Psychic Development Part 2 on November 1st, which mm -hmm. will include um, medical intuition, remote viewing, and psychometry. And you're doing palmistry coming up this month, and we have That's the Master Healing and Sakeem, yes. and Past Lives is coming up. Mm -hmm. So check out telepathictv.com, and we will be having many of these classes online for people to download. Um, if you're not in the area, it was our joy and honor to take you to the door. And come join us at Ruby Tuesdays. We'll be going there right after the studio is put and away. 
And on behalf of the universe, um, I'd like to say we all love you and support you.